Wow, hello, and welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's our we're, this is a, a special episode, guys. This is, well, welcome to the Breadcast. I'm your host, sorry. I'm your host, <laughs> Joe Saunders. Uh, and uh, we're back. This is our first episode in a while, and we are actually recording this episode live at BugCon 2021 at the Los Angeles Marriott Burbank Airport here in Burbank, California. And we are in the... Uh, BugCon Podcast Studio, I believe. Is that, is that what it's called? Yeah, slash Exhibit Hall, I believe. Yeah, Exhibit Zone. Exhibit Zone. Great, thanks. Um, and before I introduce my guest, we got a lot of great stuff planned for the episode today. I just want to say, uh, the last time we recorded a broadcast was at the previous BugCon, which was on June 8th, 2019. That episode was released on June 28th. And so that means as of this recording... There have been 771 days since the last broadcast was released. That's a long time. Wow. <laughs> the world has gone through a lot. Thanks, Dave. Um, and just to give you a little backstory about how we got to here, got to do a new episode, I tweeted, uh, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to do more broadcasts, but then I made a promise. On October 11th, 2020, I tweeted from the broadcast Twitter account, if Trump loses, I will do more broadcasts. And that tweet got the set is the second most liked tweet in Breadcast Twitter account history. Wow! So thank you, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and so after, and then after, you know, uh, Biden won, and of course we had the uh, Arizona recounts and all those things, and we confirmed that Trump did lose the election. I tweeted, "A promise made shall be a promise kept." So we're here. We're recording a new Breadcast. We're excited to be here at BugCon. That's it. I guess we should get into it. Anyway, I, we have a great guest. Welcome, Eva Anderson. Hey, FM. everybody. 2021. Well, first of all, let's just talk about, so we're at BugCon. We have a bit of an audience. I think we have six people, seven people watching. That's pretty great. Thank you for coming and watching. That's seven times the amount of people that watched at the last, you remember we had one person last year, Dave? Yeah, it was two years a low attendance. <laughs> and also a virtual uh, goer just came through on a robot. We did, yeah. That was really cool. That was a guy, it was a robot with like basically an iPad on top of it. And a guy kind of wheeled through from Pittsburgh. He said he was from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. and he looked at all the exhibits. Um, and he, he declared everything amazing. That, I mean, they are amazing. We can talk about some of these. So we're in this <laughs> podcast studio. We can kind of talk about what's around us real quick. So we have, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, to the right of us, we have... Uh, some mannequins featuring some of Bugmane's outfits, I think. Um, it's Bugmane's outfit from Bug's House, which I think is his uh, web series. That's good. And then we also have uh, we also have his outfit from Bolt Driver, which is the film he just made. Amazing. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh, in his uh, the bug the Bug House outfit is a orange sweatshirt with uh, an avatar Navi head, I believe. Is that correct? Yes, and some sweatpants. And some sweat. Oh yeah, the gray sweatpants. Uh, and then we have some Cocapelli, some original uh, Bugmain art there in the corner. Cocapelli uh, sketches, I guess, drawn on paper. Mm -hmm. Apparently those are for sale. And then we have uh, also in the corner over there, we have uh, in a plexiglass box, we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I guess this is, these are, they're saying are the original shrimp tails that uh, Jensen Carp found in his <laughs> shrimp, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah. Is that right? 
That's what it says on the thing. I saw them setting it up earlier. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they're finally getting to the bottom of that. Uh, and then also, the, we have a sign here. We're not going to be able to see this because it's not going on today, but the Tomorrow War Operation Rescue uh, room is going to, they're working on it right now. And I guess that's going to be an immersive Tomorrow War experience where you're going to rescue Cowan, the character played by Mike Mitchell in the Tomorrow War. Oh, wow. Yes. It sounds pretty cool. I guess you get to fight a white spike, or maybe you're pursued by a white spike. And it's within canon. Tomorrow it's a, War, yeah. It's all <laughs> yeah, canon. It's official. Right? Yeah. It's official. Tomorrow War canon. We so what? Told that. Yeah. yeah, that could change the outcome of you know what we knew from the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's very exciting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Thoughts on BugCon, Evo? What I'm it? having the time of my life. This is your first BugCon. You didn't come to BugCon no. 2019, right? And I, when you asked me to do this, I was super excited because uh, I, will, I love Burbank. I love this, I love this hotel specifically. <laughs> I came here once to an autograph convention at this very hotel. Oh, really? Yeah. Who, like, uh, what kind of celebrities were at this autograph convention? Um, though there, was a, there was a Twin Peaks reunion going on. Okay. Yeah, I was here because my dad was doing autographs here, so I met him here. But there was just like a lot of crazy uh, just reunions of TV shows doing sign-in stuff here. And I was like, what a big hotel. Yeah, well, wow. And you're just right across from that Burbank airport. You I can, dig it. You can get in and out so easily. Yeah. You don't even have to see the rest of Burbank. Um, if you wanted to, you could just run out of BugCon and just get on a plane and fly away from LA forever. You could fly down to LAX even. Oh, yeah, or Long Beach. Long Beach. Well, cool. Is there anything else to talk about about BugCon? Any, Dave, we're also we're joined by Dave Christensen, who's my engineer on the show. But Dave's on mic. This is Dave's first broadcast on mic. I hope it doesn't go bad. We'll, see how, it, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, Buckung is still a great thing that I come and I go, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> while I'm here. I'm having a good time. I'm smiling every time I'm here. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's get into, you know, this is a breadcast. So let's get into the baked good that I've made for this episode. It's been a long, it's been, like I said, it's been 771 days since the last breadcast. So there's a little bit of pressure I felt to make, to try to do something big for this episode, you know, and so I'll just I'll just reveal it. Uh, we have kind of a metal container here on the t uh, or aluminum container here on the table. I'm about to reveal it. Well, there's actually going to be this is going to be a reveal and then a second reveal because there's another lid on top of the okay. under the lid. So I'm going to reveal this lid. Ooh. Second blue lid. Thank you. Thank Zip you. Ziplock. Ziploc. And then I'm going to reveal this. I made. <laughs> they look kind of pathetic. I made English muffins. Thank you. They look Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's a, they look, they're in like a plastic, uh, yeah, one of the, I don't even know what, what are these, Ziploc containers. It looks kind of sad, but I think, I think they're pretty good. I've, I've attempted to make English muffins in quarantine and I failed miserably. Oh, they're really? not easy to make. They, yeah, they were pretty tough. What happened when you made them? They were too flat. I like let too much air out of them when I was making the individual muffins that and they were flat. That was very easy. Well, so I made these. These were made this morning. These came out of the oven this morning. Oh, wow. So hopefully they'll taste good. Um, but here, let's, uh, if you want to go ahead and help yourselves, you have a plate. And I don't have any butter or anything to put on them, but. Okay. Thank you. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Ju dry judgment. Dry judgment. Uh, getting the butter was on my to-do list of things for the episode, and uh, it just never happened. Um, I was very careful also, just FYI, about washing my hands many times while I was preparing these. Um, I've also been vaccinated, so hopefully there's no Delta variant within them. In the uh, 
Now, if you want, the way, so this is a recipe I got from Bon Appetit, um, Bon Appetit magazine. Now, the way they said to open these up, if you want to follow their method, is to take the is to take the English muffin and then take a fork. I've provided everyone with forks. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if anyone from the audience, we have three more in here. If you want to try one, you can. Feel free to. No pressure. I won't be offended. So you know, yeah, you take the uh, yeah, you take the pines of the fork and you kind of like just like jab it around the edge of the the edge of the muffin, the English muffin, and then you should be able to pull it apart. Okay. Eva is attempting it. Ooh. So let's see. How does it look? It it's got all the little nooks and crannies that you want from an English muffin. It looks quite lovely inside. Is that there's a little cornmeal? It does. It looks like some yeah, some of the cornmeal got on the inside of that one. I'm very Let's impressed see. with the griddling on the outside as well. It's got a really nice like burnished crust. The, that was very difficult to get. Um, if you guys want to try it, uh, I will talk about a little bit about the preparation process for this while you do. Um, so, like I said, this is uh, from Bon Appetit magazine, and this is uh, written by. Uh, former Bon Appetit superstar chef, Claire Savitz. It's titled uh, BA's Best English Muffins. She also has a YouTube video where she makes these, and then she made a second YouTube video after she left Bon Appetit on her personal YouTube channel. Joe, these are the same ones as the ones I tried to make. Really? I used her recipe, and I fucked it up. It's 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 very easy. Well, we'll, no, we'll I'm see. I'm extra impressed. Wow. Well, so this is tricky. This was a one where... The ingredients are pretty simple and pretty easy to assemble, but then the process itself is uh, is difficult. It's very funny to be doing this podcast and to look out and see people watching me talk like this. <laughs> I feel deranged right now, but we're just going to keep going. So, just I'll try to sum <laughs> I'll try to summarize this. Uh, so, the ingredients are pretty. It's just active dry yeast, sugar, buttermilk, butter, uh, vegetable oil, salt cornmeal, and bread flour, and I used King Arthur unbleached bread flour. We love King Arthur on the breadcast. You use a lot of yeast on this, over two teaspoons, which I was like, I don't think that'll be that much, and then that's like a lot of yeast that ends up going in. I think it made it really pop up. It's it's how you get the big bubbles, I guess. I guess so. Um, So you mix all that stuff together in a KitchenAid mixer. I I, I have a, in a stand mixer, I have a KitchenAid mixer. if uh, so you mix it all together and you got to mix it for a long time you got to mix it for like I ended up having to mix it for like 10 minutes on this thing yeah they said 5 minutes but the dough is wet we're talking about a wet dough um, after 5 minutes and so I let it go ended up being about 10 minutes you then take that out put it in a new bowl put that in the fridge uh, and let it rise overnight Um, now so I did that last night um, (laughs) uh, and then this morning I went Checked it in the fridge. It had really like more than doubled in size in the fridge. So it was ready to go. You then take that dough out of the fridge. You uh, divide it into 12 pieces. <laughs> uh, you divide it into 12 pieces. You kind of shape it into these like little like circular donut, not donut, um, like kind of biscuity shapes. And then this is where it gets real tricky. You have to cook it two ways. You cook it on the stove in like a pan, like a pancake. You drop each of these in a pancake where you gotta cook it on one side and then flip it. And then after that, you then put it in the oven and cook it for another five minutes. And that takes a long time. I ended up having to cook um, on each side seven minutes or seven or eight minutes a piece. So that was about like 14, 16 minutes. And then stuck them in the oven for another five minutes. So it's like cooking a steak. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally like, yeah. Totally like a steak. That's crazy. Um, and then they come out and they did like this. And here we go. 
so what do you guys think? How do they taste? I gotta I, taste it. I think they're great. I would like if I was at like a fancy little brunch spot and my little breakfast sandwich came on this, I would be so happy. I would even like it more like a little toasted. I can't. I mean, I hope you have some at home that you can like throw in throw in the toaster. I brought all the ones that I made. Oh no! <laughs> um, but I do. I do agree. I just took it a bite right now. You know, this is kind of. I'm realizing the one I just have, and I think also in the one yours, as some of the cornmeal got in the inside, mm. and I was really wanting that cornmeal to stay on the outside mm-hmm. to give it a nice kind of crispy end. And I so I think that's a mistake. On that's a pretty big mistake on mine. You're right. I would send it back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what stage of the process was that mistake made, Joe? It was probably one of the last ones because cornmeal goes on last, but. I would say we were making jokes about a dry judgment. This thing's moist. It's buttery. It's delicious. Eating it plain is great. Yeah. I don't need another, I don't need additional butter or even jelly. It's great on its own. Does yours have cornmeal in it, Dave? I don't think so. I didn't have any of the problem with the cornmeal. What about any of our audience members that took in any cornmeal on the inside of those? A lot of shaking of the no. Wow, they say no. They're <laughs> maybe just being nice, but I appreciate it. Um, I would. Mine has tons of cornmeal in it. You maybe should, I just got the bad one. Do you like ginseng carp and take it to a lab <laughs> and have them test the cornmeal? <laughs> I, sh- I should. <laughs> and then everyone will find out what you did. Oh, no. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, there's one more. Please come up here and give it a shot. Maybe there's cornmeal in that one. Uh, well, yeah, you know, I love English muffins. I don't order, I don't buy English muffins a lot, but I love them when I have them. I love like a toasted English muffin with butter on it. I love a breakfast sandwich on an English muffin. Um, oh, do you think you're going to do this again? Are you going to make more English muffins now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's awesome. You know, when I, you opened up the thing, at first I had a moment, I was like, did Joe make crumpets? Wow, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they look kind of like crumpets from the outside. They had such like kind of a beautiful toasted outside. Um, have you made crumpets before? Or? No. You need a special kind of ring to make crumpets. I think you pour the batter. It's sort of like a more battery English muffin, but you have to use this ring on the griddle and pour it, I think, into the... Or you bake them like that. I'm not oh. sure. I've never tried it. But Eva, you 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 said you tried to make... Uh, you've attempted English muffins before. You're a big baker. What kind of stuff do you like to bake? The best thing I made in the last year was also Claire Saffitz, but from her cookbook. But it was also in Bon Appetit. She, from last Thanksgiving, she has a sour cream and chive Parker House roll recipe, which Ooh. is like the best thing I've ever made. She's that, awesome. That sounds really good. Um, so that's like a, din- uh, a Parker House roll. Is that like a dinner roll? Yeah, like a buttery dinner roll, like a little puffy one. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, highly recommend. It's like sour cream in there and some chives. And you make a big bunch of them. Then you can cut it up into like strips, wrap the strips in like foil, put them in the freezer. And then whenever you want like four rolls, you just put that foil wrapped strip in the oven and it just heats up. Ooh, that sounds so good. So that's a good way to conserve. If you made some baked goods, you could just heat them up later. You just put them in foil in the freezer. I love doing that. I'm trying to think what else I've done that with other kinds of like baking things where you can kind of freeze the dough before. Well, I know I've made like, um, Biscuits before. Oh, you can that's freeze smart. biscuits pretty easily. Do you and do eat those in the oven. you freeze them before you cook them? Uh, I freeze them after you cook them, mm. and they'll they'll stay pretty good if you freeze them like right. If you stick them in like a wrap them up in foil and stick them up in a Ziploc bag, that's great. Yeah, they'll reheat pretty easily. Focaccia bread too. Cut it into like long strips, Ooh. and then throw that and do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that do, yeah, that does sound good. Um, you also, uh, you've done, haven't you done compe- some competitive baking? Yes, I'm a, a LA County Fair, blue, twice blue ribboner, 
once, thank you. Wow. Once third place, and then once uh, pink ribbon fourth place, which I was like, this isn't real. And I was, I was so mad. They said it to me, I was like, don't do this. <laughs> I was like, how dare you? But I, I, I got blue ribbon for uh, a lemon bunt cake in the bunt category and for chocolate chip cookies in the chocolate chip cookie category. So Wait, you got it. What was it? What'd you get for the chocolate chip cookie? I got the blue ribbon for, cho- for chocolate chip cookies. That's not, impressive. Not for cookies, not for baked goods, but thank you. Thank you. Oh, applaud, applaud. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah. And so I did that. Uh, that was the last uh, fair I went to. Wow. What made you? What made you? What inspired you to, to do that? To um, like ten years ago, I went to the LA County Fair and um, I saw how catty everybody was, uh, about, <laughs> <laughs> especially the old people. And uh, I realized, like, oh, I want to be part of this. So I entered for for years before I even made it into the cabinet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. But then the the first year I made it in the cabinet, I did ribbon. I got blue ribbon. So I was like, okay, now I figured it out. The thing about the LA County Fair, though, they don't care if you made up the recipe yourself. You're supposed to use an existing recipe. So all you have to do is bake anything. So you could make, like, Claire Savitz's uh, Parker Rolls. Absolutely. And-, <laughs> <laughs> and then the only thing you have to do is you have to dro- be willing to drive to Pomona the night before the fair opens. Go into the empty fairground, get in a long line of people holding cakes, hand a cake to somebody, walk across the empty fairground to your car, drive home. It takes about like six hours. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you come back. Ideally, I go back like the, the two days later when it's like the middle of the week. Nobody's there. I walk in. I look in the cabinet and I see if I ribboned. Whoa, that's how you find out? Yeah, which is fun is if one of your friends goes before you can go, you go, they can go check for you and they can text you. Wow. Yeah. But last year, um, last time when I won, so basically I, I was like, I'm going to enter. This was after my humiliating pink ribbon. I was like, I'm going to enter a bunt cake because that's my category, but I'm going to cover my bases with something else. And I knew I had a good chocolate chip cookie recipe. So I was like, I'm going to do both. So I made the bunt cake. I made the cookies. I dropped them off. Go back by myself two days later. It's empty. And I looked at the, and I didn't even ribbon and bunt cakes. And all the bunt cakes that one were so ugly. And I was like, this is over. Like, LA County Fair is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and then I looked at the cookies and I had one blue ribbon for cookies. And I immediately changed my mind. I was like, LA County Fair rules. This place is legit. Yeah, it's legit. <laughs> but there was like an old lady and her uh, infirm husband walking past me. And I turned to them and I was like, I won. And they, the old lady gave me like a mean girl face. I was going to ask, you said that you were kind of inspired by how catty these people were. Did yeah. you encounter you? Yeah. She was catty too. She gave her like her husband a like, a, like a, like a 14 year old, like mean girl, like look like, huh? <laughs> Silent. And they silently walked away from me. And I was like, holy shit. That's so mean. I mean, that's just the price of success. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another year, the first year I, I entered, but I tried, I overdid, I tried too hard. I was like looking in the cabinet. I had not even made it in the cabinet. I was humiliated and I was like, oh no. And then an- another old lady came up to me. This was like, this was like nine years ago. And she just was like, I know, right? They don't know what they're doing here. You know what they said? They said, you can't wrap your caramels. Look over here, follow me. And she like walks me like across <laughs> the hall. She's like, look at this, look at this. what did he do? What did he do? He wrapped his caramels. They said, you can wrap your caramels. And she just like walked me around, talked so much shit about like all these strangers. 
then it entered and like gotten ribbons. And she's like, I'm going to Orange County from now on. This is ridiculous. And she, I was like, woo. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this every year. That rules. I love that. So and maybe much. one day I'll be the woman. Yeah. You, yeah, complaining about the rap care. Yeah, I'll you got to pass the, that on. I'll get to become the mean one. That's my goal. Do you get anything else besides the ribbon? I got $25. I got a check for $25. Oh, that's pretty good. Yay! That's that's not enough to pay for making the cookies or driving to Pomona. Yeah, the drive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if you get, like, there's, like, a big prize that's, like, $100, but I've, I don't know. The other thing about the fair that's really fun is tablescaping, where it's, like, the, yeah, have you ever seen that before? I only know about this because I remember you did, or you told me about it, or you were involved in it, or what? Yeah. what is this? It's a, it's a It's a contest to see if you're good at setting a table. <laughs> but like with yeah. the themes so it'll be like this is the Harry Potter table and then it'll be like Harry Potter table settings Harry Potter menu with a Harry Potter themed meal and it's also like the thing about that that's crazy is that the judges you get to see the judges comments on every table and they're so mean they're like this is a disaster or whatever oh my God. they're just out <laughs> <laughs> um, Orange County Fair guys is open right now and they have an incredible lineup of tribute bands there's a Michael Jackson tribute band coming. They just did Led Zeppelin. I think Led Zeppelin is this weekend. Or it was, it's tonight. Led Zeppelin's tonight. Anyone can go. But there's a... Is that a specific, is that a specific interpretation of Led Zeppelin? Or is that just is the, the... I think it's a Zeppelin of Led Zeppelin. Wait, is a Zeppelin? What is a Zeppelin? <laughs> a replica. Oh, a replica. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but anyone can go and look at tablescaping right now if they want to drive to Orange County. It is available right it's, now. It's very impressive. I remember the time I saw I went there and I was like, oh, wow, they really they really go for it. Yeah. Um, wait, and you did, wait, sorry, did you participate in that? I, I entered one year and then I panicked and just didn't ever show up. You didn't show up? <laughs> Wait, did, does that mean you didn't turn it in or you didn't look I to didn't, see I couldn't even think of a theme. I like completely <laughs> just like panicked and choked and I think I gave up my spot because there's only like 12 spots. Oh, okay. So I was like, I called up and I was like, you can have my spot. I can't do it. it I'm sounds, too scared. It sounds very intimidating to do. Yeah. Um, it's scary. Wow. Uh, that's exciting. I, mean, I, I would, maybe I should try to enter into the LA County Fair baking competition. I, I would. We I should do it should. together. Yeah, let's both do it. We could. We could drive together. That would. That and then would you have someone well. to talk to. Well, yeah, and then we could agree to split the twenty five dollars if we. <laughs> <laughs> like a lottery ticket. Yeah, we're all going on together. Um, well, cool. Well, let me see if there's anything else I want to say about. So we just had these English muffins. So I think these turned out. We, so let's kind of give our review of the English muffin. Um, Mine, I think, is good. The one I had, I think, is kind of a bust. Like, if I ordered this at a store and it came with this much cornmeal in it, not store, restaurant, uh, I would be like, this is fucked up and I want my money back. Um, <laughs> but maybe other people did not have that. Uh, I, I have made the English muffins once before. I made them last week to try to test this out to see if I could pull it off. And I thought I did not have the cornmeal inside and I thought they were pretty good. But what did you guys think of your English muffins? And you can be, you can be honest. You can say they're bad. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I think they are uh, cornmeal inside withstanding, not withstanding, withstanding, not withstanding. Anyway, um, the outside's very beautiful. It has, it has a great, uh, great crust. Um, the crumb is tender and delicious. I would, uh, I would, and I'm inspired. I want to try again now I, that I know it can be done. I do think the crumb turned out well. Like, I do think we got those like nooks and crannies in there. Like when you pull this apart, it does look like the inside of an English muffin. There's a lot of those little kind of, 
bubbly parts that I think they say come from that rise overnight in the fridge where you sit it and it really like blows up. And it was very like, even when I was like taking it out this morning, it was so like gooey and like hard to like manage and slippery. But yeah, that, that, that part I do think uh, turned out well. Dave, thoughts? I feel bad that I'm the one that's supposed to talk the least. And I'm the one that got with the one without cornmeal. Because <laughs> it was great. Joe, I think you knocked it out of the park. Uh, if, the, I, if I ordered this at a restaurant, I would be very impressed. I'd be like, can I meet the chef named Joe, please, that made this? Because I'd like to shake his hand. <laughs> and also, I think we should open it up to the audience that ate some of, these, uh, some of the egg, egg muffin that you want to... I think muffin. that's a fantastic... I'm, I'm sitting, English muffin, yeah. Let's Do see they what sell they sell an English muffin at McDonald's? Can you get a... You, just a straight English muffin. If you order McMuffin, no, no egg, no cheese, no Canadian bacon. Yeah, or I, 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 and don't I, cut it in half. Don't cut it in half. Don't warm it. Don't warm it up. <laughs> don't take it I out. I just want that in a fork, please. Out of a cardboard box. <laughs> yeah. And um, you split it yourself in front of them. Would one of the audience? Is anyone from the audience who tried the English muffin? Would you like to share your thoughts? Really? Yeah. All right. Here. Hi. Uh, what's your name? My name is Valor. Valor. What'd you think of the English muffin? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm used to, I'm only used to those Thomas ones, which come like they look like they're the exact same. Yes. Completely. If I got this on a plate, I would be very impressed because you can tell it's homemade. It feels a lot softer. It's very moist. I thoroughly tore this open because I got mine last and I heard you complaining about cornmeal. I didn't find any cornmeal inside mine. So interesting. Well, maybe mine was, was I got great, the flute one. I liked it. Well, great. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Valor. Thanks, Valor. Thank you very much. Um, let's give a round of applause. Um, they do have English muffins with butter at McDonald's. Just so you know. Wow. 170 calories. <laughs> Good to know. Okay. There's one across the street, guys. We can go right after the breadcast and compare. Can we yeah. just lift up? Can we take the equipment and just walk over there and not even have to it's stop? It's bug I think we could do whatever we want. But we have to say no butter. We should send the guy who's on the iPad over there to... <laughs> To order to it? Pick, us, pick it Bro, up. Can you roll over? Well, can we tape like $1.75 to the iPad? <laughs> I mean, I'll run over and get us some English muffins if you want to hold. No, That's what I'm saying. No, no, it's okay. We're all, <laughs> all English right, muffins. Well, I don't know why I'm here then. <laughs> I wonder if you did tape tape money to that thing, how long it would stay on there. If you like instructed him to beg people not to take the money, like you, if they encounter him, like, don't do it. I you, need it. Do you remember a few years ago there was that robot that was like traveling cross country? <laughs> what was that thing called? Does it, Did it get just beat and torn got, apart? I think it got beaten up in like Philadelphia or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so, Great. I don't know. I mean, Burbank's a little rougher than Philadelphia, so it's true. it might not, yeah. might not yeah, make yeah, it very yeah. far. Um, okay, well, let's rank the, the well, let's rate the English muffin then. And as, since this is the breadcast, we don't have a standard rating system. We always come up with a new rating system each episode. Um, what should we? Uh, we can kind of take inspiration by our surroundings to say like what we'll do. Like maybe like one out of ten. Uh, I don't know, shrimp in <laughs> ginger and carb shrimp head, shrimp tails or bug mesa. I don't know. Any thoughts? One out of ten uh, coca pellies. Yeah. I think we have to do Coca Pellas. Yeah. Seems right. Why did I even pretend like we <laughs> could not do Coca Pellas? Okay. The audience nodded so hard for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They know what they want. They know what they want. Um, okay, Eva, what would you? So uh, I guess let's say one out of ten Coca Pellas. All right. Zero Coca Pellas being bad, ten being the best. Well, I would say this is a solid nine out of ten. Except what? I'm going to take I'm going to take uh, half a point off for uh, cornmeal. 
eight eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Coco Pellies. Okay, that's it's still an amazing. That's an amazing. Uh, that's a B B plus pretty much. <laughs> Eighty five, I think. Yeah. David, what do you think? I'm giving it a ten out of ten. Oh, Coco cut Pellies. it out! I am. Cut it out! No. I, I am, and not because I'm associated with the show. Because you killed it. Mine was again. I did not have any of the issues that you two got. I. It was a perfect English muffin. That's incredible. It That's, was perfect. Wow. I'm I'm the guy that always on these episodes goes back for seconds. I'm mad there isn't one I can go back for right now. No. Mm. So that's why you get the 10 out of 10. Uh, well, what would I give this? I do think, I, I, I'm being a little hard on mine because it has the cornmeal in it, which kind of bumps me out. But I do think the, you know, it's got the nooks and crannies. And I do, the, the kind of the burn on the outside or the browning on the outside of the dough, I thought turned out pretty well, at least on like the top one. Um... I mean, if this was Top Chef, I'd get bounced for the cornmeal. Um, yeah, you I'd would. only get one shot at that. <laughs> uh, I would give these a 6.5 out of 10. Oh my God. You're wow. So, you're Harshest so hard. critic. I'm kind of a Kobe Bryant. Not in, in, like, <laughs> oh my in, like, in that I have high standards. Uh, <laughs> right. Not in, <laughs> not in other ways. Uh, I don't know Gotta why, that, all, I don't know why that was the first name that came to mind to say that. It's quick, somebody tweet it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> tweet the quote. Oh. <laughs> tweet the quote. <laughs> I guess I was watching like Kobe Bryant clips on Twitter this morning for some reason. I don't even know why. Just a little peek behind the scenes for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a clip of him eating an English muffin? Is that um, what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Valor, what would you... Do you want to give us a number one out of ten Coca Pellies? There's zero out of ten, sorry. Zero out of ten. Zero the worst. And I would probably give it a nine out of ten. Cut it out! Ooh, what? It's yeah! Really it's, I only take it down from the ten because it wasn't warm at the time. That's true. I, wish, I Another... was there in your kitchen. Oh man! If I had a toast, I should have brought a toaster and put a toaster on the table and then been toasting Truth. these as we were going. Then that would really yes, that's a good that's a great point. They were a little warmer. Um, next uh, year. Next next year. Sure, bring an oven. <laughs> bring a whole <laughs> oven. Okay. Uh, well, great. Well, thanks, guys. Um, let's see where are we at on the show? so a couple more things. Um, so now this is uh, so we've ta- tasted the first bread. Um, now this is typically the part of the show where I do a little thing called the surprise rise, um, which is where I surprise the guest with a second baked good. Ooh. Unfortunately, this is, it's been a long time. The surprise rise is the hardest thing to plan for the breadcast. So I've decided to cancel it. Okay. So there'll be no surprise rise anymore. There better be an iPad rolling in here with the <laughs> surprise rise. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, that's a funnier idea than what's about to happen. <laughs> um, but... I do, I do think, since we are here at the Burbank Marriott, um, and this is a hotel, it has a restaurant, it has a room service, I thought it would be fun if we called room service and asked if they could deliver us a fresh baked bread. I love it. What do you think about that? I Let's, think that's a great idea. And I did a little research, and I found the phone number before. <laughs> so great we'll, research. <laughs> my Google searches this morning were Kobe Bryant <laughs> and uh, Burbank Mar- Marriott room service. So let's give it a shot. Let's see if they pick up, and I'll see if we. Room service. This is Jones. Oh hi. Uh, this is this is kind of a weird question, but my name is Joe, and I'm actually not staying at the hotel, but I'm doing. I'm part of the BugCon event that's going on. The what? Con- the BugCon. 
and I'm in the uh, recording a podcast in the podcast studio. You're in the convention center, I think. In the convention center. In the convention center. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm not saying at the hotel, but I was wondering if you could deliver a, if you got, if I could order some kind of like baked good from you guys to be delivered here and I pay for it and all that. You're looking for a, you're not staying, are you in the hotel? No, I'm in the convention center. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you wait a moment, please? Okay. I, okay. One sec. I don't know. Sounds familiar, but I can't. I can't put my hand on it. Hello. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Um, we're, we'll just treat it like uh, an event. So we'll have to put a five hundred dollar um, authorization on a credit card, I, and then that's the only way to do that. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> you're not, you know. Uh, Will I get that refunded? Yeah, no, it's just an authorization. And so if you, it's just to make sure that we can cover the expenses. I mean, I have an audience here. I guess I got to do it. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Read your uh, credit yeah, card. Can I have a, a credit card number, please? Can I give you my credit card number later? <laughs> <laughs> Read it on the air. <laughs> yeah, put it on the cast. No, uh, no, I need, I need a, I'm sorry. I I know this is kind of awkward. I know I I need the credit card number for the credit card authorization, $500, just to cover expenses, just in case, incidentals. You have to do it, Joe. It's a surprise rise. I can edit this out of the episode, but there's still like 10 people watching. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everyone just be cool about it. Yeah, don't leave. We know you, you wouldn't come back. Don't leave. That guy has a notebook. He's, he's taking notes. I don't, taking, I don't take notes on my credit card. <laughs> okay, sorry. There's a. Uh, are you ready? Do you take American Express? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why am I talking to the microphone? <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't have to repeat that, Dave. <laughs> Uh, expiration. Flash. <laughs> uh, security code. Do you need the security? You really need the security. <laughs> if I had, if you, if you want to walk over, we're um, in the basement, and you can walk. We can, I, you know, I'd be happy to do this in person, six feet, you know, six feet distance. Absolutely. The security. I'll just tell you the security code. Uh, <laughs> And zip code? Oh, Burbank. Cool. Okay. Um, Oh, and a name, please. Joseph Saunders. Okay. Um, All right. What would you like? Uh, Just any fresh baked good you guys got. Your choice. Any? It needs to be fresh? Ideally, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, from so far, you're on our event menu, which is you know we've got some we got some good stuff here. So we could do uh, like a corporate event cake. We could. Do That's fine. That's fine. Let's just let's do this. I've... 
Okay. This is going um, on, I think, a little longer than I anticipated. <laughs> I don't need to say anything. Can you just like bring it over? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how long will that? Able... How long will that? Can you be over in like less than five minutes? Oh yeah, we can be over there right away, like in two hours, right away. <laughs> two hours? <laughs> We're recording the show. I'm recording this podcast. I, I don't know if I'm recording a podcast right now. You need to bring it over now. Uh, okay, one sec. Can you hold for one moment? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. You're a real Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I thought this was going to go I thought this was going to go a lot smoother when uh, I was imagining it for the recording. Yeah. Hi. So, yeah, it, I I checked with our our baker and they say it would take about 2 hours from now. Uh we have a lot of other things happening. We've I mean, you, you just, if you wanted like scrambled eggs, we could get you scrambled eggs over there. No, I don't need any scrambled. No, minutes. thanks. No, thanks. No, I, I get, no, there's no, is there anything else you guys can do? Oh, oh, I feel kind of silly not thinking of this before. There is one other option. Uh, in the morning in the convention center, we put, uh, some baked goods in each room. So you could check to see if the baked goods are still there in that room. There's a baked good in this room right now. Well, it should be in all rooms. I don't know if anyone else has been in there um, today. We're, so you, we're in the podcast studio. Be, Where would it be? It would be behind the curtain, behind you, in a Nike box. <laughs> behind the curtain, in a Nike box. <laughs> Eva, do you mind looking? This yeah. Room? Ask him if it's always in. Is it always in a Nike box? Is it box? always in a Nike box? <laughs> Why am I talking? Is it always in a Nike box? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's here. We found it. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so if you just want to clear up that. So what is this know, called? What is this called? called uh, we like to call it the surprise rise. Okay. Surprise rise. Yum, 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 yum. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, room service. Okay. $500 on your credit card. Thank you so, so much. Okay. Bye. <laughs> hey, the surprise rise is here. Oh, man, they look gorgeous. That went so smoothly. Um, <laughs> Longest walk and worth every moment. <laughs> Probably slightly easier to have just attach it to the uh, iPad guy <laughs> and bring it in. Well, there's the surprise rise. I did make a second big good. And this is... Um, these are, as you can probably tell, they are blueberry muffins. They look so beautiful. But they are, you know, they are inspired by kind of our location being here at the Burbank Marriott. These are known as the Ritz-Carlton's blueberry muffins. Ooh. And this was a recipe made. David, would you mind opening those? Thank you. Uh, the recipe made at the Boston, famous at the Boston uh, Ritz-Carlton. Um, and this is a recipe that I got off the New York Times website, and they had kind of a little bit of a breakdown about how they... Uh, uh, the chef that developed this, the pastry chef at the Ritz-Carlton, who developed it in kind of the 70s, and then it got it retooled a little bit in the 80s. But apparently these are notable blueberry muffins. Um, That's and very exciting. And prepared them today. So, yeah, we've got a bunch here. You know, we might have enough for everyone. Um, awesome. If you want to try. We'll see. Um, yeah, help yourself. I think they should just lift right out of the thing. Yes. Whoa. They do. Okay. What a lift. So yeah, Dave, if you want to, and if anyone else from the audience would like to come grab one, I mean, just off of sight. 
Wow. Eva said it already. They look gorgeous. They're just per- like perfectly little clouds. Wow. Yeah, these are, these are, uh, I think these do look good. They don't kind of look like, or at least like my mind of like store bought blueberry muffins, which have a nice, like smooth top. They kind of have like a fun, kind of like They're craggy, crag- craggy kind of top. Yeah. Uh, a lot of blueberries in these things. Yeah. Should we uh, give them a shot? Yeah. Okay. So while well, you guys are trying those, I'll just kind of take, talk you through the process making these super simple. I, I don't really make a lot of muffins. Super simple to make though, really just combining all of the ingredients and then pouring them into, uh, putting them into muffin cups in a muffin tin. And the ingredients are basically just regular unbleached uh, white flour, baking powder, sugar, salt, eggs, milk, I used almond milk, uh, butter, and then fresh blueberries, not frozen blueberries. I got about some fresh blueberries and used them in these. And kind of mix it all together by hand and then I dished them out into about half uh, or 12 uh, muffin cups. I have this, this recipe I think usually makes like 24, but I have them for, wow. for this case. Um, and then bake it for like 25, 30 minutes. Um, yeah. What do we think? I love it. This is a beautiful muffin. I like these. Um, I, I also made these again earlier this week just to try it out. I like how the, how many blueberries are in them. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. And they're kind of like not too sweet, which I don't know. Sometimes I could see someone liking, like I sometimes like a sweet muffin. I like the texture and how they, they, they I, I like they, I think they um, let the blueberries come to the foreground in yeah. a way that muffins often don't. Yeah. Despite there being so many of them. All, like a lot of times I feel like blueberry muffins are kind of like a couple sad blueberries floating in some cake. Right. I was worried about them like sinking to the bottom also and just like having like a bunch of like blueberries in the bottom and then like a cakey top three quarters. We still like half berry. But these, yeah, these have some nice berries on top, poking out the top. We'll post photos on the uh, Twitter so everyone can see that if anyone wants to see that. Audience members, you guys all got to try it. Thoughts? Anyone want to share? We're, We're getting some thumbs, thumbs up. up. Big Max thumbs Mayer's up. Max Mayer's giving you a thumbs Valerie, up. you want to talk? <laughs> he speaks for the audience. Valerie, do the audience <laughs> serve As a member, as the leader of the, the Lorax audience, of the ca- audience. Ca- <laughs> council. Yes, <laughs> audience Lorax. I speak for the audience. Um, it's really good. The one thing I'd like is like, you know how they have those like larger sugar crystals? Yes. That on top. Yes. Great point. I, I tried to put a little extra. I was aware of like, because you do a final thing before you put them in the oven, you just like sprinkle sugar on top. And I was like, I want to make sure to put a lot, lot of sugar on top, but I still don't think I put enough on. I think it could have been a little bit more to give it a little bit more of a, a top, a little sweeter. Mm. Like, I don't know, kind of give it a little bit of texture. Um, but Dave, what do you think? Blueberries are my one of my favorite things to eat. Wow. wow. Blueberry muffins are my absolutely favorite muffin. And this thing is packed with my favorite thing to eat. I love these. You Another just knocked it out of the park. Dave, with you cut, you cut, cut it out. The breadcast. The breadcast. Stop it. I feel like you've been off the breadcast, but you've been working on your baking skills. <laughs> so, so it, you know, like a certain basketball player, I practiced in the off season, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, be man. good for game time. These are great. I mean, absolutely wonderful. Uh, does these feel like like muffins? Like, I wonder. I really would love to try the the actual Ritz Carlton muffin. To know mm. what it's like if it is the kind of thing that someone's like, whoa, you got to go to that hotel and try that thing. I've done a muffin recipe in the past, a blueberry muffin, where you like, from Cook's Illustrated, where you leave half the berries whole and the other half you make into kind of like a quick jam okay. that you swirl into the batter. Oh, that's And awesome. then you throw the rest in whole. So you get like both types. But you got that same, because you have so many berries, you got the same sort of consistency as all that other work you need to put into the other recipe. Interesting. 
it was like a, we, when I had the amounts of berries and I put it in, it felt like too many. I was like, this is, it felt, it just like felt off. But then mm-hmm. it, it does kind of like work out. It mixes, mixes well. Yeah. Make, doing a kind of jam through it sounds so good though. It's interesting. But I feel like it's unnecessary with the way you did it. I liked that it wasn't too sweet. Oh, yeah. The highlight for me. Yeah. Max, what do you, Max Mayer's here. What do you think? Oh, it's definitely, uh, yeah. The, the sweetness, you know, I think blueberries can, the muffin can be too sweet. Sometimes they put the sugar crystals on the top. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't want those sugar crystals. Not a fan of the sugar oh, crystals. Oh, so the second Lorax. <laughs> okay. We have a new Lorax. <laughs> uh, so this is actually great. Yeah. Again, I mean, I hate to echo what you guys are saying, but the amount of berry is excellent. The size is excellent. Um, it's good. It's, it's damn good. These are. This was a. This. I mean, I, I'm pretty pleased with how this turned out, and it was so easy to make. I, these were, were whipped up in no time. These seem like perfect. Like companies coming. Yeah. You got enough blueberries. You can like throw this together. Throw it in the oven. Like 20 minute bake time ish. 25. Yeah, 25. I think I ended up doing almost like. Th- I think it says 25, and I ended up doing almost 30 to get them a little bit browner on top. But yeah, super it's, short. It's great. It's a great recipe to have in your in your back pocket oh yeah and just all like kind of staples you already have at home if you're baking a lot flour butter that sort of stuff well let's let's give them a quick rating then of coca pellies zero to ten coca pellies anybody want to start us off again i'm giving it ten coca pellies ten perfect (laughs) he was perfect come on (laughs) dave what do you think you know you're getting a ten, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is this podcast just me bringing on my friends to like be nice to me. It Isn't sounds like it, the kind of podcast I would hate if someone else did this. It's sort of every podcast, though. <laughs> this is Biden's America. This is what you wanted. That's true. I'm just trying to live. Yeah, we're just trying to live in Biden's America right now. And Valor, what, what would you give it? I think I'll give it an eight because I do like the large sugar crystals and I found some cornmeal in mine, so. What? (laughs) Oh, no. Are you serious? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Controversy. I liked it. I like it. I think we should go to Max. Max, what would you give it on a zero zero to ten Coca Pellies? You know what? I'm going to give it uh, nine Coca Pellies. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Nine. Wow. Very generous. Um, I would give this. These are pretty good. What am I going to give this? Look at that sadness that enters his eyes when he judges his baked goods. I'm going to give this an 8.9 Coca Pellies. Almost a 9. If it had more sugar on top. I I do like the sugar, too. I think I should put more sugar on top. You know what you Um, could do also? Yeah. You can brush it with a little melted butter and put the sugar on after it's baked. Just like dip it in the sugar post-bake. Do, uh, apply the butter after it. So take it out of the oven and then put the butter on. Put, yeah, put a little melt butter and then go have a little bowl of sugar and go boop, boop, boop. Oh That's God. a lot of sugar. That's how you make like a, like a sugary muffin. Yeah, that would be... Could be too much. I'd have to like lie down after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, great. Cool, cool, cool. We got to try two muffins today, guys. English muffins and blueberry muffins. What a muffin day. That's it. <laughs> a fine return to form. Um, Welcome back. We have one more segment. We're going to do some listener. I solicited some listener questions online. And we brought those. So Dave, here, let me give. Dave is going to read the listener questions. All right. Uh, we are very, yeah, I asked for some listener questions. If anyone had questions about the bread, to the breadcast to, to go out. And we got some responses. And so we'll just, we're going to pop open the bread box. I might have to ask how to pronounce something on here already. Just because I'm that kind of dummy. 
All right, question one. Michelle Escobar wrote and asked, I feel like the media focused on sourdough bread as the lockdown bread, but I disagree. I think it was focaccia. Is that how you say that? Focaccia. Focaccia, thank you. Focaccia. (laughs) Focaccia photographs better, allows for creativity, and is tasty. I definitely saw friends on social media very quickly graduate from sourdough for focaccia and and sticking with focaccia for a while. Thoughts for your thoughts? I've been making tons of focaccia. I also want to say it's a fantastic pizza dough. Whoa. Oh, my God. I love pizza dough. I love like uh, focaccia pizza. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. You can like just make a, a batch of it and just grab some of it, stretch it out, let it rest one more time and rise one more time, and then just throw all your toppings on it. It's like a thick kind of a grandma pizza. Oh, that's so good. I love that. Yeah. I go to Triple B, uh, Triple Beam in uh, Silver Lake or Echo Park, which is uh, Nancy Silverton's place, I think has a focaccia pizza. It's so good. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah, I, And I agree. So Michelle, what was Michelle's question? Michelle's question was like, or just thoughts on thoughts. Um, uh, yeah, sourdough kind of got a lot of the attention, I think, early yeah. on in the pandemic. Everyone was talking about sourdough. Uh, but focaccia is a lot easier to make than sourdough and is very good and you can really do a lot with it. Yeah, I think the romance of the, of the sourdough was twofold. One, that it takes a lot of days to make. So it's like, when will you have the time? Oh, maybe after the world shuts down, then you have, wh- who has the time? We do now. Second, you must, it, it, it replicates itself and you have to find, go to your neighbors and be like, do you want some sourdough starter? Otherwise you throw it away. So it's like, then it's like about community, you know, walking up to people being like, here, here's a bag of stuff, make some bread. <laughs> but it's, it's a lot of pressure to put on people. Yeah. It's also, but it's, you don't, nobody needs to do this. It's, right. it's just, it was like, I was, I found it very performative. I found it kind of like actually a little bit like, like rude. Uh, I'm with you. I like making Fuck you know, sourdough. Wow, I you know I think you're right. Um, I like making sourdough, but I kind of am now like I don't like to tell people I make sourdough because I don't want people to think I'm one of those people that is like a fake sourdough person. And you're gonna force them to take a bag of stuff home. And yeah, like, yeah. I'll be like, come over and let me give you a little jar of my goo, <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, feed the goo once a week and whatever. <laughs> but focaccia is great. It's so good. I know. Yeah, I made focaccia for the first time last year. Allison Roman has a really good like takes a couple hours focaccia recipe in her book. Ooh. Just thinking about it. Question number two? Yeah, question number two. All right, this question comes from Wes Walker. Hey, Joe, what do you think is the best bread for French toast? I grew up using plain old white bread slices, but have also tried challah. Is that how you say challah? Challah. Challah. Damn, glad you're here. Hala, brioche, and other bread types. Is there any clear winner that should be the bread we think of when we think French toast? Great question. I like uh, I like challah bread for it. Bob's Big Boy, when I was in college, had a thing. I don't know if they still have it, where they would slice a cinnamon roll lengthwise and make it into French toast. And that was the craziest. That's next level. Yeah. That's the best French toast I've ever had. Oh, my God. So you'd get like the whole. Yeah. It's great. That's my favorite bread for French toast. Oh, that sounds so good. I guess you could make like any kind of bread into French toast. You just Mm got to dip it into the stuff and then cook it on the side. You could make a blueberry muffin into French toast. Yeah. I could. We could slice this thing up and put. Yeah. Just put eggs in it. Fry it in some butter. Make an English muffin French toast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think the history of French toast is interesting. Because it used to just do what you would do with old bread. 
oh, right. that was going bad. And now it's like a, like over here, we're like, we'll make anything into it. <laughs> and originally it was like a survival thing. Like, oh, we got to eat that bread before it goes completely it, bad. It's too stale to <laughs> chew on. Let's dip it in eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, privilege. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three comes from Jarrett Golding, who sent us a DM on Instagram and asked, what do you think about self-rising flour? Uh, I've never used self-rising flour, so I don't really know. I'm kind of intrigued at the idea of it. It's unnecessary, right? It's just flour with some baking soda in it or baking powder. Is that really pre-mix? All? I think so. Oh, I think it's just like one step taken out. I do. There's some interesting flatbread recipes though that I've seen that use it. So that's the only reason I'd ever want to maybe try it. I wonder if there what the. I, I don't even know what the advantage would be, even for something like that. Like, why not just use flour and baking soda? I know. You could just, like, Google how much baking soda do I add to the flour to do self-ripening flour, and it'll tell you. The yeah. internet will just tell you. I feel like we're all being taken for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these, like, products they're trying to sell, they're trying to... You can just look this stuff up on the internet. Yeah, I mean, everything's on the internet. <laughs> I don't know what else there is there to say. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah I wonder if uh, he used I wonder what he likes uh, self rising flour I wonder what uh, I would be curious if there are other like the DM him back right now DM him back ask him what he what yeah, the fuck he's talking now. about okay I'll get on that <laughs> <laughs> oh it's the same guy that works at the uh, room, <laughs> room service he's just used your credit card to order a bunch of self rising flour <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay let's okay. all right final question from Matt Corbett emailed and he asked. Hey, everyone. What's the best bread? Ooh. Great question. Um, hmm. Well, I guess it depends. It just depends on what you're... For me, it depends on, you know... You there's, not, there's not just one, you know, best bread. It's whatever you're using it for. Um, I love a good multi-grain bread for a sandwich. But also, I like sourdough. I like... The best bread is... Rice. <laughs> you look me in the eyes on that one. White rice. White rice? What is that? What do you mean? <laughs> I was confused and she locked in on me. <laughs> it's just it you could you mash it together, you put some fish on it and some seaweed around it, and that's a sandwich. That's true. <laughs> wow. It's true. And I agree. I changed my answer to white rice. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You, she just broke the breadcast. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I could do another breadcast episode where I just make rice. Yeah. <laughs> and we just eat like a bowl. And it would be the surprise rice. <laughs> okay, we got to talk. We got to talk about this. <laughs> um, that's great. Cool. It, it, that's it. That's our last question. Okay, well, great. Well, then we're closing up the bread box, putting away the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. Well, I think that's the show, guys. Uh, let me see. Is that everything? Thank you so much. What thank a great you, audience. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, watching us, guys, and listening and trying the food. Um, Joe told me there would be nobody watching. I was Well, last time there was nobody watching. We had one person in the audience watching, and he tweeted at me later to say, oh, that was me. <laughs> and I like that. I appreciate it. Um, okay, well, great. Well, I don't know. We can kind of wrap things up here. Uh, this has been the broadcast. Eva, thank you so much for being a, a great guest. Uh, thank you. Where can people find you on the internet? Um, your, I'm yeah. on Twitter and Instagram as Eva Fay, E-V-A-F-A-Y. And in real life, you can find me at the OC County Fair. Oh, cool. Be on the lookout. Yeah. 
Um, well, great. Well, Dave, thank you for being here too and joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's yeah. a pleasure to be on mic. I hope you are. You didn't, didn't yeah. fuck it you up. You did great. You did great. Uh, and hey, thanks to everyone here at BugCon 2021 for having us. Uh, Van, Jack, Jordan, uh, Bugmane, of course, everyone else who put this together. Uh, you can make sure to follow the Breadcast on Instagram and Twitter to see uh, photos and links to the recipes we talked about today. We're at the Breadcast, all one word. Uh, and that's the show, guys. This has been the Breadcast. I'm your toast. Host, I'm your host, Joe Saunders. Uh, thanks so much. Bye. <laughs> Woo! Woo! The just tell him exactly what you just said. Joe, I actually have something for you. So back in 2019, BugCon, the first BugCon, you had the show. And uh, as you said, there was nobody really in the audience, unfortunately. But it was a wonderful episode. And you actually won Best Podcast at the Blue Ribbon Podcast Awards that year. I accepted it on your behalf. And two years later... Uh, after using it as a bookmark sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it works great for that. But I thought it belonged in the rightful owner of the you know, best podcast 2019 and probably still. So congratulations, Joe. I am moved beyond words that you brought this. Uh, it, it, said, it is amazing. It says, it actually says Blue Ribbon Podcast Awards and it has a picture of a, a Native American head. Uh, <laughs> and it says uh, Marshall Elementary. I love gold. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, amazing. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. Wow. wow. Thanks, guys. Yeah. The